This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 227 of The Real Word. Word is up. The word's up, and racket number one, Fannie Mae's projections on this housing market are down. All right, so Fannie Mae downgrades home sales expectations for 2022. That'd be the rest of this year, Nicole. Right, thank you. And 2023, which would be all of- all next of next year. year. There good, you go. Good, good, good. We Following along nicely so nicely far. Nicely for right now. All right. So the beginning of the year, and we covered this, Fannie Mae projected that we would see a decline in total home sales for existing homes. Units. So yes. we're not talking prices, prices. or anything else. Units. Obviously, prices. I know, yeah. I know you guys can follow along with that. Uh, but they projected that there would be a decline in one point by one point two percent of existing home sales last month in May. They were calling for an increase to 11.1%. Now they are up to 13.5%. 13.5%. Year over year drop in existing home sales for 2022. All right. So Fannie Mae projecting home sales to drop 13.5% from last year. What were last year's home sales? Those were 6.12 million. That's existing home sales. We had 771,000 new home sales. Mm-hmm. The projection now from Fannie Mae is that we'll see 5.285 million home sales in this year, 2022, with about the same number of new home sales. Mm-hmm. All right. Where does that put us in history? You love Nicole. this. This is a great chart. Five point. Let's put this chart up. This love is, this chart. This is history right here. Great chart. This is going back to 2005. Number of existing home sales sold in the United States from 2005 to 2023. Yep. Ignore their 2022, 2023 numbers. Their projections are different from Fannie Mae. Yeah. This is Statista. Go sign up for Statista. I've signed up for them. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. I, I like their their charts. Anyways. Okay. Well, you just like charts. So 5.2 million that this year, mm-hmm. which is what uh, they're projecting, 4.285, Fannie yep. Mae, that would ne- then put this year at the lowest existing home sales since 2015 at 5.25. 2018-2019, 5.34. Mm-hmm. Is this year starting to feel like a 2018-2019 market? Or do you feel like it's better than... <sighs> 2018, 2019 was like not till the end of 2019. It wasn't amazing. No. Well, I, f- but, but I think you and I could be pretty honest though. The Connecticut market, since we've gotten into the business in two, that I was in, in 10, yeah. you got in, in what, around 12. It hasn't, I mean, it's just, you just put along and, and, and the goal is to just get the majority of the units. Like that's the goal. Yeah. You know, you're not sitting around hoping that all of a sudden there's going to be additional we, units. You're just now working. You just need to work harder for the units that are going to be out there. If your business is up year over year, like ours is, you're feeling of like, wow, this market could be pretty good. It might be different than right. the majority of the market. The majority of, of the market, existing home sales are yes. down. Fannie Mae is projecting them to continue to go down and we're at 13.5% for a projection for 2022. Put up the Fannie Mae chart. The 2023 projection from Fannie Mae might be what shocks you. Yeah. Okay. They're projecting that we will go down in 2023 to 4.671 million existing home sales in the U.S., this is right in line with my prediction of what is going to happen as we go into this higher interest rate. You've heard me talk about the cold war of real estate where people just freeze and people that are in a 3% uh, 
interest rate on their home don't sell. Right. And some people drop out of the market and continue to rent. Hence why all these, you know, hedge funds and all these investors went out and bought all these properties because they know there's a lot of people that are going to continue to rent. And they're just going to have less buyers, they're just going to have less transactions. Right. Something that I've been calling for. This would put us, these Fannie Mae 2023 projections of 4.6 million, this would put us at the lowest amount of sales since 2012. 12. The last time we were even under 5 million existing home sales was 2014. 4.66 million is what we sold in 2012. I mean, you need to start having a lot of different conversations if this is really what's going to be happening. I mean, it's going to it's going to be a huge slap in the face for sellers. Here's where it's going to be different than that bottoming out of the market after the GFC. We are not going to be in a situation even with these less home sales where we have 15 months of inventory. That's right. not going to happen. Right. You, you don't have enough inventory. The reason why we're going to have less home sales, I believe. Is because of inventory. Is because who the heck wants to sell and trade into 6.5% if right. they technically don't, don't have, have to, to move? Right. They've got to move and there's going to be, listen, there's going to be 4 million plus transactions. There might even be 5 million plus transactions. Well, but it's interesting year. though because I do think though in 2012, a lot of people though weren't selling because they, at that point, they were a lot of them were underwater. Right. So they were sort of freezing in that but situation too. But there was a too. lot of inventory in 2012. There, there was a lot. Well, there was also, there was a lot of, there was a lot of bank properties though. So just yesterday, I talked to an agent that had that carries a pretty heavy load. Back in the prime, she had a, quite a business over there. For REOs. Yes. And she just listed one here in town yesterday and I chatted with her a little bit because I'm like, are you seeing it in flux? She's like, honestly, the only ones that I'm putting up right now are ones that have been sitting in my pipeline for like 18, yeah, she's not 24 getting, months. She's not getting yeah, she's not getting anything. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think you're going to still have an inventory problem, which is why I do not believe like back then when you saw, if you go back to the Statista chart, 2008 until 2000 and basically 14, we saw just under five, well, we saw under 5 yeah. million home sales each year, except for 2013, you saw just over. And, you know, a lot of people obviously were hurt during that crisis. Yeah, jobs, you, you had, money. But you had a lot of inventory, so you had prices crashing, okay? So I don't believe you're gonna see prices crash. I no. think that's in line, and I think that's what homeowners need to know right now. Yeah. Hey, your price isn't gonna crash. Homes aren't going to go down in value. Never. So so if we're educating buyers right now, Nicole, it's, yeah. hey, and there's a great chart that um, we can flash up here, Tomo, how rising rates can impact your home loan. Like we can show this chart real yes. quick too, Bobby, that like I believe home values are going to keep going up. The only reason you're seeing, you know, these, these slow down, doom and gloom slow down yeah. is because you've got less people potentially in buy, but you're going to have less people that are going to sell. So painting that picture for buyers and then showing them this chart where it's like, how long do you want to wait? Do you want to wait till interest rates are six and a half percent and the home price is still the same and your payment is the only thing that's going to keep Well, and what's there. so interesting though is that back in 2005, rates were that high yeah. too. So, But prices were, uh, well, 2005, they were up. Yeah. They were okay. up, yeah. All right, so there you go. Fannie Mae is saying it's going to get tighter. You're going to be fighting over less deals. Tom Tool did a call today on the 5 a.m. call. He, where he talked about right now is the time to have a big pipeline, not a small pipeline where you're disappointed that, oh man, two or three 
of my buyers that I've been working yeah. so hard on all year yeah. just dropped out of the market. Or it's time for you to go visit some of those cold, maybe like back burner leads yeah. that, you know, because again, I mean, the, the the immediate leads are certainly slowing down. You want to talk to everybody because there's going to be less sales. All yeah. right. All right. Uh, we've got some pretty good. We've got a good, great list for racket number two. And we've got a great list for the marketeer. Both lists of seven. I can't wait to jump into can't them. Wait. But first, let's jump into Tomo's new product to help you help your buyers make sense mm -hmm. of staying in the market. Staying in the game. How many times have you heard right now people are like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is dropping out of the market because of these rate situations. Well, if you're an agent, get your buyer over to Tomo. You can go to hellotomo.com or you can go to go.hellotomo.com forward slash lock and shop. So you want to look up Tomo Lock and Shop or we're going to put the link mm -hmm. below. Tomo Lock and Shop. Market proof your next big move. What I like about this, we can even screen share this, Bob. We're doing a lot of screen share, a lot of editing today you on the pod. You love screen sharing. So you, That's every episode. You can select, am I an agent or am I a buyer, right? So if you're, you're an agent, you can be helping your buyer by putting this information. Mm -hmm. uh, there's two-way production. Get a peace of mind in this volatile market. So you've got 90 or 100 20 day locks. 120 which day locks. I haven't heard of really anybody Huge. doing this. So you can choose what's right for you for just $750. But this is before you even have an address right. in mind. Yes. So a lot of the lenders you're working with, the majority, all, whatever you want to say, are going to say, okay, give me the contract, then I can lock your rate. And I can lock you. Right now, you can get up to you four can lock months. Before. Huge lock in the rate, and all we're going to see in the next four months is new listings every What's day. What's so listings. great too as an agent for this is that if this you have to they're 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 investing, so it's a seven hundred fifty dollar investment, and it expires in one hundred and twenty days. So you at least now know that your buyer, you would hope, is now going to be motivated to purchase in the next one hundred and twenty days. Yeah, yeah. And maybe if you're an agent and you know you've got them signed long, maybe maybe you're throwing in the seven fifty. Okay, Ooh. maybe you're doing that wow. as a little closing cost reimbursement. Money? Well, I'm just saying, you know, maybe. Oh, like you're fronting it, but then they don't have any that. skin in the game. You know, maybe Let the no, buyers maybe they're have paying some skin. It and you're, oh, and then you're, you're reimbursing, reimbursing it at time of close. At the time, that would be a nice. That would be a nice shtick. Be a nice gesture. Yes. What I also like about this, in the game. even if you if you don't have a client uh, or you know someone to put into the lock and shop, go on this. Link. This should be the marketeer of the week. This is kind of a marketeer. I feel like double it marketeer. Be. Go on this link, Bobby. Flash the chart again. Again. Do you have notes of all this, Bobby? All right, Bobby's on. on and then point find out today. from Tomo their what their color is. I like it. And look at this chart. Screenshot this chart and use this for your buyers. It shows that at a five and a half percent interest rate, a six hundred and sixteen thousand dollar house costs thirty five hundred dollars for a monthly payment. Mm -hmm. Well, the interest rate goes to six and a half percent. You better get the house for five hundred fifty-three thousand yeah. if you want your payment to yep. stay at thirty-five hundred. And guess what? Like we just said in the it's last like seventy grand bracket, people aren't coming down on their price. No. So now you can afford less homes. Yep. So this is a great chart to use to help educate people that right now, if you can lock in at five and a half percent, lock and shop. Lock Tomo and shop is where you get that done. All right, racket number two. I mean, everybody should be doing that right now. Yeah. All these pieces, by the way, this week, Inman pieces, we'll link them all up. This is another Inman piece, an opinion piece, seven things every agent should do as summer kicks off. Byron loves See, I think one. summer starts Memorial Day weekend. That's my first problem with this well, article. Everybody thinks that summer starts now. I think because it's, it's Memorial Day weekend. Because it's technically summer on the, what is it, the 21st? June 20th or whatever, yeah. I think it's it. So, so technically yeah. summer has started and here are the seven tips uh, Daryl Davis wrote the piece. This just came out. And we're going to go through 
Visa. Wreck it or not wreck it. Wreck mm -hmm. it, right? Yeah. Number one, slow down and take some time for you. Refuel up, recharge. Nicole, racket or not racket? I mean, I always like to take time for yeah, me. Right. I'm calling <laughs> I'm calling big racket on this. Total this is, racket. If you're committed to hitting your goals this year, right now is not the time. Not the time to slow. To slow down. No. We're talking about you. Everybody to, else is slowing down. Everybody's now slowing down. Now is the time down. for you to go. We're talking about the need for a bigger pipeline right now. How do you increase your pipeline if you're slowing down? So right off the bat, one out of seven, total terrible racket. advice, total racket. If you're committed to your goals, now's not the time to slow down. Now's the time to get into the marketplace, educate consumers, be that knowledge broker, which we always talk about, yes. and dive in. I think the most important thing, though, to, to, to sort of state in there, too, is that even if even if your business is sort of s slowing down, I wouldn't let that sort of like mind screw yourself into thinking, oh, my God, now I, I, I can take the time. Like you're saying, like make like the calls, you, do the work, and, and it'll, yeah. If you have a vacation plan, go on it. I mean, go on I vacation. I have to cancel a vacation you right now. You like, I'm, I'm diving in deep. You're not. You're not. You're no, not. I'm diving in deep. You're, you are? Yeah. Hmm. You canceled it. Look at look at my calendar right now, Nicole. <laughs> Should we screenshot this, Bobby? Let's screenshot today's oh, calendar. Lord. Let's screenshot. Put that it. up. I'll screenshot my calendar. So if you're listening to the pod, get over to YouTube because we got a ton of screenshots today. <laughs> All right. Number two. Integrate time. No, no. To number learn. two is make family time a priority. Oh, uh, that's always a priority, though. Okay. I mean, I can't call racket on that. You can't call uh, racket so, on too much that. Hate in the comments. It, that should just be. Uh, number three. Integrate time to learn. Again, all these things should be things that are happening in the winter, in the spring. No, integrate time to learn should be every day. Get better yeah. every single day. This is a be a learner, be a Gino Blafari, where you're literally taking notes at. Uh, I don't want to guess his age, but at a senior position, the CEO of all of BHHS. This dude is always learning. Be like yeah. Gino. Come forty plus twenty. Have fun with client time. Plus another ten, maybe. All right. Have fun with client time. Okay, sure. You should always have fun with client time. Sure. What is it saying for you to do? Oh, I'll give gifts. Yeah, unexpected Put a smile gifts, on their appreciation. Face. I do want agents to, to understand this right now. Understand that that is a long-term seed and 80% of your time right now needs to be spent on growing the pipeline. So if you do a stop by, a pop by, a door knock, you know, you're talking to homeowners, you're talking to past clients, you're planting a seed for potential future referral, great. Be consistent in doing that. Maybe try to to do it through a text for the next six months as opposed to like chewing up all your time, stopping by, popping by, popping bottles, whatever, having fun hmm. and grow that pipeline. You're, you're, the value of you increasing your pipeline by 50% right now is really important. Yeah. So I want agents to understand that. Number uh, number whatever, review your business plan. Love it. You should be reviewing it every. I love that advice. All the time. Well, it's it's now we're we're at we're at the halfway yeah. point. Every month you should be looking. Every day, if you can, look at your business New plan. Quarter. Lean into direct mail opportunities. This is as big as a racket on the list as number one. Now is not the time to be lighting dollar bills on fire and starting your direct mail campaign. Now is the time to grow your pipeline. Calls, texts, get after those old leads. Talk to people, conversations. Now is not the time to be licking envelopes, to be setting up a postcard campaign and just lighting your dollars on fire. That's just basically you sending junk mail to 
a homeowner. Get your social game tight. Get your branding tight. Get your calls. Get your texts. Get your emails. Ooh. Get them out there all it's the like time. A little, you have like a little... Um, you have like a little, little twang in there now. You get like you, change your getcha, 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 getcha game getcha, type. Getcha, get it right. Look at you. It, it brings out. It brings. What out do you a think, Nicole? You. Direct mail. I don't ever do direct mail. All right. No. Pick Except your, for my sellers, just listed. The last one is what I just said. Pick your prospecting priorities, which yes. would put direct mail at the bottom of the list in this climate. All right, marketeer of the week is kind of the opposite of it's this. A rebuttal. This is a great piece by Jimmy Burgess, who's doing great content on his YouTube and on Inman. We've talked about Jimmy before. Jimmy, congrats. You're the marketeer of the week. I think again, I think he's been the marketeer before. Seven things that must decrease for your business to increase. So another list, let's go through it. Number one, thank you for saying this. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you for finally being the person who says what needs to be said, especially coming out of this market the last two years. Number one thing you should decrease so your business increases is your ego. Everybody has one, me included. If you've watched a show, maybe you think I've got a pretty big one. But what I'm seeing in real estate is that there are far too many two to four year real estate professionals who have done 20 to 40 closings who all of a sudden think they're the expert in the industry. And they're trying to coach up agents for free maybe even, yeah, right. on their knowledge in the business, right. right? And they're now trying to be the recruiter into their yeah. thing or whatever. Get to 100 closings, Yeah, put your head down and work. Or they're, or they're so intent on being some sort of influencer on Instagram right. where... <laughs> Take the ego out of it. You've done yeah. 25 closings. Congratulations. Right. You, that means you paid your bills. Great. That means you paid your bills. Wonderful. Yeah. Get to 100. Have a database of people who really trust and respect you and then go stack another 100 on top of it. Leave the ego to the side. Go talk to a 30-year agent who's done 50, 75, 100 transactions a year for multiple decades, year in and year out, and they're going to laugh at the 25 deals that took you two years to do mm -hmm. so yeah. and if you're this agent this is not me hating on you no. i'm not trying to be a prick this is a little tough love well and it's important because of this shift again a lot of these agents haven't been in a shift like this they were they've been riding the the up wave and are going to have a heck of a time yeah. riding the down wave if they stay there for yeah, sure the last two years are not the next two years right. so the success you had is only earned if you go and do the work, right. okay? So keep your head down, do the basics, do the right thing over and over again. If you're that agent that in the last two years has only closed 12 deals a year each year, you might be thinking about who am I spending my time with? Who am I surrounded by? Right. You know, is my ego need to be put in check? When I go to a, a seller's house, a buyer's house, am I the most professional version of me serving them? Right. Because that's putting your ego to the side and making it all about them. Of course. All right. Number two, Jimmy, you hit it again. The amount of time you waste. The amount of time you waste. Yeah. I mean, if you really want it in this business, how much time are you spending? Licking an envelope. Yeah. Or licking the ice cream scoop while you're watching Netflix. The scoop. You know, the scooper. 
You, just right out not of the car. Not even a spoon in a you bowl. Know, just the scooper wow. to the mouth. You know, how, Savage. How much licking are you doing? Too much licking going you know, on. You could be licking other things that Ye, nope. might not get you any business. No so business. The amount of time you waste. Or maybe it does get you business. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's the way you want to get your anyway, business. Anyway. Fear of the phone. <laughs> Big one, right? We're talking about expanding the pipeline. That's the theme of this show. If you're not getting on the phone, if you're not making calls. Okay, in 2012, when there was only, we'll go back to that number that we talked about, when there was only 4.6 million existing home sales that happened and there was like conversations over and over and over again with sellers, reduce the price, reduce the price. That's how we're going to get more showings. Yeah. You had to make about 40 to 50 conversations to equal a closing, Nicole. And then last year when you had to write five offers yeah. and, and everything was multiple offers, yeah. guess what? You still had to make 40 to 50 conversations to equal a closing. And in this shifting market, you're still going to have to make 40. This number doesn't change. 40 to 50 real estate related conversations to equal a closing. Get on the phone, get over the fear and just call people and say, hey, what can I do for you? Can I help? I'm a real estate professional. Right. I'm committed to this community. I love this market. I love this town. What can I do for you? Shut up and listen. I think what's super interesting too is that if we go back to 2012, there really, there, first of all, there was an Instagram. There was, I had barely even Facebook then, where now it's even easier for you to be connecting with these people to then arrange a time to even yeah. meet or have a conversation. So, I mean, there's the, the ability to actually have conversations J is easier. Jimmy says, do you want more income? Make your calls. Do you want more listings? Make, Make more, more calls. calls to homeowners. It's yeah. all about the calls. It's all about the conversations. Uh, love this one, Jimmy. Jimmy. Well, Jimmy he's Burgess, saying your time. He's saying he, decrease. He, he is... Uh, Oh, is he saying decrease? decrease in order to increase? He's saying decrease. All right, decrease so I'm gonna call this. I'm gonna call this a racket. Office. Oh yeah, decrease your yes. time in the office. Yes. Okay, Jimmy, I'll call a racket on this. I thought you were going Elon on me no. and saying get back into the office. He's saying get where the people are. I agree. Okay, so here's where I agree with that. Get out into the playing field, right. the open house, the showing, yep. the dining room table. Uh, the having coffee with somebody who wants to understand the buying process and you're going to explain it to them. Yeah. Absolutely. Increase that time exponentially. Yep. But your administrative work, the work that you need to get done, the writing of offers, the whatever, you should get your butt back in the office and stop tricking yourself that you're more productive at home. There isn't many people that are more productive at home. So agree with you, get on the playing field. But when you need that office time, when you need that tunnel vision commitment to make my calls, well, he's get into a there. work environment. There's a purpose. There's, he said there's a, there's a time and a purpose to be in the office. All yeah. right. Love it. Um, Decrease your de less effective, effective marketing. marketing. Okay. So if you've done direct mail for the last 12 months, the last 24 months, how much money have you made from it? Right. If you're ROI negative, decrease that. Start making calls, okay? Start doing the things that are going to absolutely, like you hear people sometimes say, I hate Zillow leads because they take so much money. Well, how much money do you make off of them? Maybe increase those opportunities for right. yourself, right? Uh, but Your time spent with buyers versus sellers. Nicole, your thought on that? I... Man, my business started with buyers. Yeah. I think it depends on where your business your is stage at. Stage of the business. Yeah, I mean, goodness. Yeah. I, I would have fallen on my face if I was relying solely on sellers at the beginning of my business. Yeah. Even the first five, I would even say the first like six, seven years do of you, my business. Do you remember back in those years when there was only four million home sales? 
how valuable it was to have a buyer who's oh, ready course. to transact. Yeah, I mean, and you were getting two people at an open house and you were swooning over them. So uh, I, I do call racket on that one a little bit. And then the last one, Jimmy says, your passivity, being passive, decrease that. I used to have in my bio. You used to be passive? No, I used to say in my bio, I am the most aggressive agent in yep. Connecticut uh -huh. type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so- You don't do that anymore? People will be like, uh, buyers and sellers don't like aggressive. Well, back then, the people that couldn't get their house sold, they were calling me saying, hey, you say you're aggressive. I need aggressive. Come over and talk. Mm -hmm. I used to get calls just having that tagline in my bio. Was that your first line? Yeah, it was the first line. It was, the only it was line. a bold like statement. Like, I'm the most aggressive agent. In I'm the amazing. Market. You know, some, yeah. I'm it was just like, I'm the best. I'm Have the best. A little, so- there's a difference between being confident and backing it up and then having, having an, an ego. ego. Yes, okay, so I, I want to be clear on that because we were talking about ego. Yeah. There's a big difference between that. Make a bold statement that makes you different from your market. As long as you're going to follow through with it, though. And then, by the way, when you go meet that person, hey, this guy is aggressive. He, he's really getting after it. Then when you go meet with them, you show up on time, which is five minutes early, with your materials ready to go, prepared, iPad, you know, paper, have both options. Is this a paper person? Is this an iPad person, right? Looking very, my first three years before I had a name for myself, I wore crappy suits from Joseph A. Bank that just aged me up, made me look the part. And then when I had- They fit though. They had to, they, yeah, they have to fit. They got to fit. They have to fit. And I got them fitted. But you I'm just saying fit. crappy suit. They're not that expensive, right? They were 150 bucks each or whatever. And then when I had 50 listings to my name and people knew I was a player, well, then I started wearing still professional clothing, but clothes that I wanted to wear mm -hmm. because I had the leverage. I was getting the listing mm -hmm. no matter what I wore. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, yeah. if you're not a listing agent, you don't have 10 plus listings every single month. You might want to think about going over the top with your professionalism and leaving your ego to the side of like, mm -hmm. well, I like wearing my you know, shirt with the mountains on it because I like mountains. The mountains if on it? If they don't like me for who I am, so then, much I, for a 15 minute then show. I don't want to work we're with talking them. about mountains on t-shirts. Uh, all right, let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. I called for a short real word today and that has, Bobby, has it happened? He, a 30 minute, 15 minutes. Yeah, he, you right. like to talk about mountains on t-shirts. If you want me to reduce the amount that I talk, let, leave a comment below. <laughs> We love when you talk. All right. Especially when it's about You know what Tomo. you can do to turn this into a 15-minute episode or any real words is listen to them on 2x speed. Yeah. You can do that on YouTube, <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> Apple. I like listening to 2x speed. I don't know. I think my voice would be even more obnoxious. Well, what do you think I was on this episode? 84% of the words? Uh, you know, I think you did well. I think I did you did work. well. I think you, you did like 90. Right. I think you did like 95. Oh, 90. That would be, you know. that'd be bad. All right. No, what do you mean? All right. So let us know. What are you decreasing? What are you increasing? Love these topics. Do you think that we're going to be as low as 4.6 million sales next year? Do you agree with Fannie Mae? Let us know. We'll see you next week. We'll see you guys. Keep it real.